the best opportunity for the participants uh, from the both sides to benefit from the concept of uh, Imama and Isma because this is the major issue and I can say uh, based on my limited uh, uh, study this is the major and the only issue which has separated the Muslim Ummah from the very beginning and the rest of the issues we debating and argument they are related to it as subsidiaries so imama and the isma this is from that so this is very important opportunity for us to understand directly because this is my personal experience through the books from the both side shia and sunnah you won't be able to understand the motif properly and appropriately because there is no book such a books uh, has been produced ever on the face of the earth uh, which can represent the whole of the Muslim, whether Ahlu Sunnah or Ahlu Shia, and which is compiled at the edge by the majority of all ulama or the great majority of ulama Ahlu Sunnah or Ahlu Shia with their taqrizat open. There is no such a book. So that's why this is very important. We have to understand from each other through dialogues. From through dialogues, there are a lot of points which may dissipate the misconceptions, whether we agree or not. But this is our duty. Sincerely, we have to understand what the concept is. Now, this is the QS session. Now starts. The first is uh, Doctor uh, Ali Sheikh Arif. Then we come into Doctor Kuri. I have to make this clear that Sayyid Fatimi has presented the view of a part of the Shia scholarship that is out there that he himself may not necessarily agree with it. It's an internal debate that is taking place and there is a lot of discussion as to whether this makes sense or not. Now, I know, I know, this may not personally be your view, but I would like to pick your brain on the controversies that are there in accordance with what you have narrated. And it's a good exercise for all of us to be very critical and for all of us to be very, very open. So if I can guess for a few minutes, Dr. Sabri, Dr. Fatima, you ask me, yeah? Good okay. questions? Okay. You said, it is Lutf, yes? Lutf, grace. I want to ask a few questions around this Lutf before I proceed anywhere else. What happens to the individual before Lutf? And does the individual get changed after Lutf? So, Imam X became Imam at the age of 40. So at the age of 40, he has Lutf of Isma, yes? And before the age of 40, he doesn't have Lutf of Isma, according to one definition, it's Ba'dan Nabuwa. In the Nabuwa, Ba'dan Nabuwa, Yani, and the Imam of Ba'dan Imam, according to that view, he has Lutf at the age of 40 and after. So before 40 and after 40, is there a change in that person to Lutf? In which case, here, what made that person eligible? And does that then not climb the face of Qudra? Because they say, Maha Qudra so what if they have Kudra before and Kudra after, then what difference does Lutf make anyway? Shall I? Yes. The Lutf theory is purely a theory. Even Mu'tazila, despite being an idea, <coughs> in that way they are similar to Shia in many things. Uh, let me interrupt you, Sheikh. Uh, what's the best translation in English we can do for Lutf? Lutf is a theory. Yeah. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows a super state of consciousness upon an individual through that very heightened sense of consciousness that sense of taqwa they are able to then resist yes going against Allah and they are able to always be in obedience to God they become hypersensitively aware so that is the crudest understanding of love yes. so in simple words there is a special a uh, spiritual sifa quality bestowed by Allah Ta'ala yeah. based on taqwa. Yeah. So, so, so spiritual yeah. awakening to a very deep level. Right. That Lutf is only for Aima or for other believers? Grace, you said one day, Lord, because he did uh, lots of work on Lord. He's the expert of Lord. Uh, Tentative translation, I'm not an expert, there's more experts here, Dr. Ryan's here as well, but um, I would say special divine assistance. Special divine assistance, and according to the definitions of Dusi and Mufid, they said this is something which takes the Akrab ala ta'a wa al-adara and min al-ma'asiyah. 
Okay, So this is the threefold definition as I would recall it. So Lutf is something undefined, exactly undefined, uh, which takes them closer to ta'ak, away from sin, and isn't an element in possibility. This is the classical mutakallimu definition. It does not infringe on their ability to sin. Yeah, and others would say contemporary would add not just ma'rifah but also ilm. Yeah, so Jabba Subhani contemporary is saying it's ma'rif bin ma'rifah wal ilm. Yeah, or bin taqwa wal ilm. It's two elements. Okay, let me move to the yeah. Sheikh Arif's question. question. Yeah, because question it's purely Shia theory, the laws, and Shia on this. No? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I don't know. In regard to the Isma. In regard to the Isma. In regard to the Isma, possibly. But yeah, the notion yeah. of Lukut is originally a Mu'tazili doctrine. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's is, in regard to the Nububa. But in regard to Taklif generally. Yeah, the the no, 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 can you so, justify this by Do the Shias justify the Lutfi position to such verses that it is arbitrarily done by God, not to the eligibility of a person? Do the Shias believe this? Yes? I mean, that would possibly be one argument. I'm asking you a question. Does a person before Lutf change to a person that's after Lutf? And does that not infringe a level of udra? Yes? I mean, the easiest way the Shias can argue is to say Allah chooses whoever He wants to, and we have no more discussion. Is this what they respond, or is uh, there a rational response to this? Is a, it's a better to explain it in a, in a better way. Let me move to the Sufi Irfani notion and compare it. In Sufi Irfani notion, is where the RF leads particular level of spirituality due to his achievement, then the Lord of God comes and keep him in line. So this is not the theological notion of Lutfa in regard to the Isma. No, no, because we, people are comparing this to, they say, how a little child might be subject of Isma. He did nothing. So can I just stop you there? So are you saying that the individual themselves Arrive at the level of eligibility. That's what Sufi <coughs> Does the Imami also accept? No, this? no, no. The Imami said the Lord. That's why they have Imam Jawad as a child as a Imam. Because I was going to ask you, what is this Mukaddaf business? And Imam Jawad was not Mukaddaf. No, no. He uh, taklif comes with the intellectual ability, and the Imam sees was intellectually capable, more than capable. So he was Mukaddaf. So Imam Ali wasn't. Imam Jawad was. Imam Ali also was So Imam Sadiq wasn't. Imam Sadiq also was But yeah. they, got the, they got their loot afterwards. No, no, they got the loot from their birth. So are you saying Abdul Imama and the Imam of Abdul Imama? And the birth, according oh, to them. But then, but then Imam Sadiq thought Imam uh, Hazrat Ismail was going to be the Imam after him, not Imam Hazrat Musa. Right, so the Hazrat Ismail had, had Ismail then? No, no. If the, the hadith is authentic, which is open to many questions, if the hadith is authentic, then the solution is the Lord was for two in a potential one, but when it comes to taking the position, one remains two people who were the, under I, I, the Lord, I, 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 one has taken the post. I want us to admit here that there are certain things that the Imani perspective cannot answer, and they will have to make it up as they go along. Um, I, I want us to admit at least that there is debate here which is open and by the tradition it can't, can't be confused. Uh, <coughs> because because if, we, if we go with these definitions of Lutf and Imam and Isma, there is a lot of rational inconsistency. A lot of rational inconsistency. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the rational inconsistency, well, I, but I, I would admit philosophically cannot be explained. But philosophy Theologically is rationally can be explained. Huh? Philosophy is rationally based. I'll take you to the second series of things that I have. In the no, no, philosophy, wait, wait a minute. 
Philosophization is a way of rationalization. It's not the only way of rationalization. I take you to the next set, set of problems that I have with all of this theory. Yes, we do see this understanding of the social Sharia, all these things are based on assumptions. Are squarely based on assumptions. Assumption of necessity of Imam, yes? No, the assumption that the person who's giving you the Sharia has to be Masum because the Prophet has given the Sharia. No, the necessity is necessity of Imam. No. The, the, the starting point is necessity of Imam. What I'm saying if is, you agree with the necessity of Imam, then you can go for this argument. What sort of Imam we need? We need Imam Masum. All right, but let me finish. Now there is no Imam, please, no quotation. Mm. Yes? Where does this social business of Bible Sharia come from now? The, the, there the is nothing left anymore. No, the Lord theory in Ijma'ah. There you go. So therefore... The Lord theory remains. So therefore we, we are known as Mukhatta'ah. The people who make mistakes. No, yes? The, the whole Shia community does not make mistakes according to Lord theory. Some Mujtahideen can make mistakes. What, what I'm going to say here is that... That is uh, different. Uh, uh, so let, let me interfere because the time is very short. Sheikh, can you present your own view on I'm just saying why you here by looking at Tusi's arguments that Tusi has based his arguments on assumptions. These assumptions in themselves are arguable. You, you, you can argue with these assumptions. To me, the only theological assumption is the necessity of Imam. If you agree with the necessity of Imam, it is consistent. If you deny the necessity of Imam, and I think Sayyid Muhammad made a brilliant presentation yeah. for necessity of Imam. But necessity, it's of imam a be, but necessity of Imam has to be accepted on the basis <laughs> of something. And that's why I, I, I say if you if you very briefly can put your own view on later on because next or seminar. later or later. Next next seminar. Doctor, doctor, I have very fundamental and very simple question. You say oh, me of, no, you are the yeah. uh, both of you, both of you. That practically, the ground reality is, for a thousand years, there is no Imam, are in hiding, hundreds, about a thousand, in hiding, okay. So what is the, it's all futile exercise, historical, uh, you, you uh, read about history. Otherwise, Pakistan being a Sunni state, Iran being a Shia state, both have legislative assemblies, both <coughs> legislate. <coughs> Practical difference. You came to the, at the end that Lutf is for Ijma. The Sunni theologians say the same thing that Ijma, if there is a consensus, you know, Allah's, Allah's hands upon the consensus. So, what is the practical difference between the two? This is my first question. Because all this theory which we have been seeing, uh, you know, hearing for the last half an hour or more than that, that there must be Nahiyatul Kumar and Nisani, where is that? Thousand years we haven't. And even if we got, it's no practical use for a thousand years. And now nothing coming after 12 hours. You also believe no more Imams coming. So that's finished. So this is only for history, for academic exercise. Okay, second question is that you take to Imam Atu Nabuwa or more than that. More than that. Yeah, I substantiate that. I said more than that. Al-Hukuma Islamia says that if Nabi makes a mistake, Revelation comes and correct it. But Imam, because there is more, no more revelation, cannot make a mistake. So this is more than Nabuwa. Alayhisab is Kazali. No, Alayhisab is Kazali. Because if, 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 imam, oh, if imam, imam cannot make him, he is yes. funny but okay. on the birth. Okay. Okay. However, a Nabi can make mistake, sahaba, whatever is your language, oh, and mm -hmm. Imam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can send a wahi and correct him. However, because there is no more wahi, this is the rationality given in Hukumah Islamiyah in quoting. I don't talk about Hukumah Islamiyah, I talk about Imam. There is a huge chapter in Shia hadith. If something comes from us against Quran, which is the wahi, just throw it away. So Imams explicitly say, we are not about the wahi. If you hear something from us which contradicts why, then فَضْرِبُوهَ عَلَى الْجِدَارِ I don't know what is the English فَضْرِبُوهَ عَلَى الْجِدَارِ So how they are about the why? There is a yardstick to check the Imam and the yardstick is Quran. 
this are are hand in hand Quran thakalain Quran and etra and etra is being checked by Quran Quran is being interpreted by by etra otherwise why is about the why is about Quran why is about why when he explicitly and it's not one hadith actually in Shia usul fiqh the big chapter is if we receive something, they are contradictory, they are, we have to check it with Quran. Quran is realistic. If Quran is realistic, for sure Quran is real. Imam Ali, which is the father of all Imams, he said, Abdul Abid Muhammad. Abdul Abid Muhammad. Who said Shia are, are taking the Imams like a problem? When and why Imam Ali is Abdul Abid Muhammad, let alone the others? I don't know what you get this idea. What's your response? I think you need to come back to the statement of Ali Nabi Talib. You see, we've had got statements from two C. Hindi Mufid. But Ali Nabi Talib said, Innahum la ya'amruna bi ma'asiyah. I think we need to come back to the basics and we need to work that the Imam enjoys such a profound role that they have such sagacity, whether we give it the name of a lot or whatever their own learning or the you know being taught by the prophet or whatever that they arrive at such a level that they know the sharia so beautifully that they will not command in terms of the law of god which is inconsistent with what the pleasure of god is i think that is something that we need to focus on it's a statement about it yeah, that's what i said this is my Oh, the, the, sorry to interrupt you. Let me explain to you. The point is that which has been asked by Dr. Purim, which is still there, not clarified. I, I, because this is a big question from Ahlul Sunnah. When uh, Imama is taken and defined as Isma after the Prophet, and they are Masum, apparently, apparently, <coughs> it gives the impression that to some level, they are equal to the Prophet. They are equal, it doesn't let me respond to that. Yeah, this, this is, uh, yeah. well, I'm explaining yeah. this in simple words. Yeah. Right. Then, second point here is that, if they are Masum, Prophet's Masum, for example, Yunani Muslim, like, or Ahlul Sunnah, Ahlul Shia, when Prophet's commits any sub, and so on, then immediately he is corrected under protection, special protection. But this protection is not granted by Allah by the Quran for Imams. This is general question. So when Imams, according to your definition, he makes a mistake. Who can correct it? Because the rest of the people are below. They are the followers. They are the followers of Imam Sadiq, Imam Ali Raza. They cannot or not in position to correct the Imam. This is a very important question. This so is my explanation of Dr. Dr. Khurram has placed a, a, a very valid question. Now, this is something that Imam Khomeini quotes in his book. That if the Wahi, if the Wahi puts the Prophet right, and there is Imkitaal Wahi after the Prophet, then there are two positions. That the Imams will make mistakes and nobody can put them right. But if the Shia believe that the Imam do not make a mistake, then that means that the Imams are better than the Prophet in the Isma. It's a very valid. No, no, it's there a, is an assumption here. Can I just finish? Can I just no, finish? Yeah, please, let me So there is a, so that the Imams are not making any mistakes because there is no way to correct that. So by assumption, the Imams Isma is greater than the Isma of the Prophet. Now, this to, to deal with this question is first first and foremost. Isa spoke in the cradle. Rasulullah did not, that does not mean Isa is better than the Prophet of Islam. So certain comparisons are TRC. Yes, we don't want to go into this sort of analogical reasoning. That's the first thing. But this is the view of Imam al-Khomeini. He said, Fatima gave a view that the denial of the Sahu al-Nabi is being ghali. By priority denial of the Sahu of the Imam is hulu, a form of hulu according to the Shia theologians. So this is Imam Khomeini's position, others do not agree with it. Then in Usulul Fiqh, Usulul Fiqh, the ulama of the Shia have this debate, that the Tarkul Imam and Fa'lul Imam, what does it mean? They say Tarkul Imam only means one thing, that it is not wajib. And Fa'lul Imam only means one thing, that it is not haram. So the Imam possibly can do things which are makruh and can abandon things which are mustahab. 
So, Dr. Khuram, the definition that you are providing and the quotes that you are providing were of Imam Khomeini, but the whole of the rest of the school does not necessarily concur <coughs> with his uh, understanding of Isma and his own argumentation. Can we so respond from for the quest, first question? Mm -hmm. My first question, should I need to repeat it again or you understand? In, in, no, one, uh, the so first so question was comment, I guess. There, there is no practical use of this discussion, I agree with you. There is no practical use of theological oh, thank discussion you at all. <laughs> <laughs> you agree? Thank you very much. Right. One point, Sheikh Khalid, Sayyid Muhammad Fatimi, Ayatollah Al-Muhaqib is here because uh, this question which is being asked by Dr. Khuram Bashir, this is very, very crucial question. And this is the essence of the whole of discussion today. The rest of the question, there are minors. And we need your proper statement over it because many Ahlul Sunnah, Mutakallimin, Munazirin, Theologians, they try to substantiate and to prove that in Shia theology, Shia Muslim, uh, Nubuwa and Imama, they are the same. Imams are equal to Nabi. And we listen from you the clear statement. Okay, Sayyid Fatima just said, the father of the Imam, he said, Ana Abd min Abid Muhammad. Yes? So no Imam can be equal to the Prophet. First and foremost, none of them. Then we have Riwayat, that our Ibadah cannot be equal to the Ibadah of Muhammad Rasulullah. Then we have riwayat that the best conduct is the conduct of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then we have riwayat from the Shia Imams that we source the akam of Sharia from Kitabullah and the Sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah. So all of these people, all the Imams have made the Sunnah of Muhammad of a higher caliber. Yes. So none of them are equal to Muhammad Rasulullah, neither in their knowledge, nor in their conduct, nor in their isma. And if you look at the uh, arguments that our dear brothers, uh, Dr. Fatimi has presented, he has presented arguments which are from Mufid, Tusi, Hindi, Ramahumullah, but none of them are based on riwayah. There is only one riwayah that he quoted, innahum la ya'muruna bil-ma'siyah. So I think the Shia position becomes clear that when you look at what the Imams have talked about Isma, this is what the Imams have said about Isma. The rest of them have based their opinions on rational arguments which can all be contested against. Uh, just to help with his argument, yeah. that take the example of Jibrail, is he Maksum or not? He's not Mukaddaf, you said. But he's not Mukaddaf. When he, Rasulullah went to the Mi'raj, then in a point Jibrail can't mention him. You go further, but I'm here. Isma is something, but the level of Rasulullah is much, much, much higher than the Ma'zum. As Isma also does not necessitate with Imama. Bibi Fatima, according to Shia, is Ma'zum, she was not Imam. Isma is something which. Relativistic. Yeah, yeah. So Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is not that high because he is Ma'zum. Ma'zum is the basis for his status according to us. It's much more, much above the Isma. It's much more above Jibreel salam and the Imams. Well, Isma is the basic foundation for his status. Uh, next question. Just wait. The question, uh, yes, uh, Morana Sajjad. Mawlana Sajjad, Sheikh Sajjad is the Imam and Khatib of Jamia Masjid, the Pivam Islam question for him, mashallah. Yeah. So the Imam, you discussed infallibility and uh, Islam. My first question is that this is an imaginary personality that you can't find. My question is, uh, is the Imam from the offspring of Prophet Muhammad or it could be anyone from the people. For the Shia? For the Shia. For the Shia, the Imams are particular personalities. Done, finish. Twelve Imams and the, the twelve Imams now Ghaybah. So it's not like Khalif, like... No, I think what he was asking, what Mulana is asking is that the twelve Imams that came, 
could they have been any person on the earth? They could. Oh, they could, yes. So Hypothetically, they could. In practice, they didn't. They could, but what so happened in the history that, for example, Imams had different children, different sons, but one was Imam. And in fact, we have Imam that his son was not that good, actually. It's not Imam for the whole globe or for the specific area for the people. No, according to Atullah Muhammad, and this is our understanding, he is the intermediate of God for God to the humanity. Globally, so there will be one imam. If if it was not for imam, there wouldn't be any air for people to breathe. I think you're going to be going that is the shame. In Arabic, the the water coming from the sky for the for the grace of imam, because God needs his perfect example there, and God needs to say, okay, bravo, this is Ahsanul Khalid. I'm not the Ahsanul Khalid. Always there must be one of the Ahsanul Khalidin, and he said, Tawarakallah Ahsanul Khalidin, who is the Ahsanul Khalidin? Me, Saddam Hussein, Obama, you, Ahsanul Khalidin, according to the is Imam. Always there, is, there exists one Ahsanul Khalidin who is the Imam. Imam in Namaz could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, Imam in Namaz, Imam in Hukumah, Imam in uh, Mosque could be anybody. This is not Imam. Imam, the Imam, put it in there. Yes, to, to the concept of imama, the two sides are entirely different. Yes. Imama of Hakuma, Imama of Salah, different. As Imama, the Sheikh uh, uh, Muhaqqiq, and he has presented, this is next to Imama, the source of guidance, the natural source of guidance, as already discussed from Ahadushiyah last time, succession to the Prophet. Yes, if you can remember, but succession to the Prophet. Rasulullah was the Imam. Yes. Isa was the Imam. Musa was the Imam. In this definition, Adam was the first Imam for Bashar. This is the higher Imam. This is the higher Imam, especially appointed. The rest of the Imam, they are the lawyer. No match with them. Molana Sheikh Abdul Hamid Qusuri, then Dr. Ataullah, then Brother Idris Sharif. I think uh, Sheikh has beautifully defined the uh, concept of Imama uh, in Shia. But the question is uh, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, now over 1400 years past, number one, Imama has not mentioned um, uh, particularly in the Quran. And uh, we, we don't have <coughs> any uh, particularly talking about this type of Imam and the Shia, uh, uh, Shia Afaid al have. Number one. Number two is that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had lived a uh, prophetic life, uh, sort of 23 years. And in that whole life, one particular incident is mentioned and referred to that is Ghadir uh, Khun. So if it was next to the Risada, then shouldn't that be very important to nurture and, and train his companions around him from the very beginning that this particular person will be Imam, the next one. This is the second question. The third one is, uh, I think that has also been referred by uh, Brother Purun Bushir. Um, now humanity, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, over 1400 years passed, According to uh, certain ahadith, there are 12 imams, uh, according to <coughs> Shia Aqail uh, and, and uh, Shia Muslim. So amongst them, 11 already passed and one is remaining. Now, humanity changed within the 11 imams. Humanity did not change that, that much as it changed over the last 100 years. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, ثُمَّ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا تَتْرَى so when humanity needed, we sent our prophet one by one, over and over. So there wasn't, it means there wasn't any time when there wasn't any Rasul. Rasul amongst Bani Israel. Now humanity is in need. And over 1000 or 1100 years passed. And no Imam is there. So what, we, what, what do we understand? That, uh, that the humanity 
and uh, um, the, 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 uh, there is no connection, as the Sheikh has said, between the uh, between the humanity and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for over 1,100 years. So, how is this concept of Imam? That when humanity need more Imam or more strong connection between the, the, the humanity and God, why Imam is not there? If this is the case, then it means we would have needed not only 12 Imams, but we would have needed 1,012 Imams, in fact. These are my questions. <laughs> Sheikh, <laughs> question is hopefully clear because otherwise, Sheikh, I for my response. Uh, Why didn't the Prophet more emphatically talk about the Imam? This is what you're saying. Yes, from the Quran, from the Rasul, and then realistically. Uh, I believe that the Quran has said, I, I decided. Why God said in Mijail al-Khalifa Tammat? Hadil Khilafa Tammat? The Inkaru Quran. And Allah Tabarakwala in Mijailun. Hadil Jail is the Mrarigun. Al Kalam in Mijailun. He's an Adabiya. In Mijailun. Najal to Fakat. Fil Arab. Fil Arab. لا فقدنا كان خاص خليفة أو إمام خليفة ما معنى خليفة ما معنى خليفة خليفة شكله رسبون نجيب له رسبون هي رسبون هي هي ديمونستريت and representative of some somebody else then you are خليفة هون you are representative of him بلا تشبيه الله تبارك وتعالى موجود ليس كمثله شيء ولكن نزله علينا واحد انسان في قالب الجسد في قالب الجسد وهو ممثل لصفات الله هيز اتريبيوت هي شوز ذا اتريبيوت اوف جاد نوت هيز جاد لان الله يقول اني جاعله this proposition is very general. I was, to, I was discussing, my, my friend, I was discussing about the theory, not the history, not the this year, that year. Qadir, I didn't, I didn't resort to Hadith al-Qadir. I discussed from Holy Quran and reasonable and reasonable argument and yes. rational argument. Can I come back to this? Yes. He said, in fi Gardi Khalifa. Lakinal Malaika Ahmad Shaykh Ahmad. So, What's the response فقال أنبئوه أنبئوه فلما أنبئهم بأسمائهم قال ألم أقول لهم إني ما تعلمون يعني أنتم لا ما فهمتم مقصدي لكن 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 المقصود إني جاعل في الأرض خليفة هو النوع الإنسانية أي إنسان كان لا 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 شنو كان كان شنو جراب الفساد في الأرض نصفق الدماء شنو معنى سفك الدماء وفساد الارض الم اقول لكم على الله تعالى بخلق الادم بماذا جواب هذا رجل كامل نعم ولكن انا انا افسر هذه الايه ان الله تبارك وتعالى يريد ان يقول اذا كان في هذا الارض واحد رجل كامل واحد رجل كامل مثل ممثلي وخليفتي فعلى هذا يليق ان 
الفساد ليس بمهم صفق الدماء ليس بمهم عندنا آية أخرى سورة الأعراف خلقكم ثم صوركم ثم قلنا للملائكة يسجدوا لآدم فبمطابق تفسير سيد طباطبائي أن خلق العالم كان خلق الإنسانية إنسانية والملائكة سجدوا أمام الإنسانية ليس فقط أمام آدم فقط وخلافة العالم كان خلافة الإنسانية شيخنا آدم كان ممثل من 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 الإنسان القبلين كيف كيف هو كان يمثل الكمال الإنساني والسجد لكمال الإنسانية فعلى هذا في كل دور من الأدوار يوجد And uh, I request you, our brother and sister, we must be here all together by 7.30 of the Salat al-Maghrib and the program will be concluded at 7.30. Uh, 7 7 uh, 7 uh, 7 no, no, 7.30 we must be here. here in this Please, a little bit short. And I request, uh, because uh, there are some more questions, where the questions will be. Uh, left uh, incomplete very briefly, very briefly. The question was, Sheikh uh, Arif, perhaps you are in better position to respond very briefly. The question was the concept of Imama in the form of the 12 Imams, along with the quality of Isma. In this way, has it been mentioned by the Quran explicitly? The response, what has been received now, this is inferential in Nijayadun Filar the Khalifa, it's all right. But that's uh, actually subsidiating uh, the concept of uh, Ahlul Sunnah Imama, which is going to be discussed next time. So, because this is the inferential. So, I'm going to then go, yeah. go, go to the Shia, the whole of the Shia tradition in this, and the arguments that they present. And then I'm going to also clarify the answer that Sayyid Mufti gave earlier. According to the Shia school of thought, the Quran said, and Allah responded, So therefore, there will be Imama. Yes? And Imama is a position, in that sense, a very refined position. That, uh, so that Ibrahim was a Nabi, a Rasul, a Khalil, and then he became an Imam when he is able to sacrifice everything for the sake of. Allah's cause. So then according to that, Shias believe that the prophets, the prophets, some of them were just prophets, some of them were prophets and messengers, some of them were prophets, messengers, and Imam. So for example, the Ulul Azam, Nabi Musa, sorry, Nabi Nuh, Nabi Musa, Nabi Isa, Nabi Ibrahim, Rasulullah, these were all prophets, messengers, Nabi, Rasul, and Aima. Now, in the case of Rasulullah he was Khatamul Nabiyyin and Mursaleen. But he was not Khatamul Aima. He was Sayyidul Aima, but he was not Khatam. Khatmiyah is in Nabuwa and in Risala. But Imama goes on after Rasulullah. Now, the Shias say that every major prophet had Ausiyah after them. And their numbers were 12. So Nabi Nuh had successors, they were 12. Nabi Musa had successors, they were 12. Nabi Isa had successors, they were 12. And Nabi Muhammad sallallahu had successors who were also 12. And they sourced the number 12 from Sunni Ahadith predominantly. The Shia Hadith are seen as secondary as compared to the Sunni Ahadith. So therefore, the Prophet of Islam does not break away from the Sunnatullah. The Sunnatullah has been, you have a Prophet, who is a uh, mursal and an imam, and after that there are 12 awliya, one after another, coming, this is the sunnah of Allah, it does not break in the case of Khatam al it continues. So first thing is, the question of who are these 12 imams? Second is, their function. 
Now, in terms of their function, the theological accepted view is that the Imam's function is to clarify the Sharia for the people in the absence of the Prophet in accordance with the teachings of the Prophet. So they are not introducing a fresh Sharia. Sharia is finished. It's been revealed. So the Imam's role is one of an interpreter and giving the Sharia. In that, in that, the Imam is by the very least consideration masoom. Isma of the Imam is that he will not, in the tabligh of Risala, make a mistake. Now, if the tabligh of Risala is by word, then the Imam does not make a mistake by word. If tabligh of Risala is by fa'l, then the fa'l of Imam can never be ma'siyah. So there is Isma in the fa'l of Imam. This is the conclusion that we come to and accepted by one and all. Can the Imam Forget, this is a debate that is open. Yes? Can the Imam be different before become Imam? This is a debate that is open. It's not a concluded debate. The minimum requirement is that once somebody is Imam from these 12 Imams, their job is to clarify the Sharia of Muhammad by being an interpreter <coughs> in that, if that clarification is by all, that all is ma'asum in al-Khattab. If it is by fa'al, that fa'al is ma'asum anil khata. As far as sahab is concerned, it's another thing altogether. As far as jurisdiction is concerned, deciding, presiding between cases that are based on evidences that is outside the scope of Islam. So for example, if an imam gets evidence from one person and from another one, he will not resort to ilmul ghayb here necessarily. He will preside over the case in accordance, jurisdiction will be in accordance with the here and that whether it is ma'asum al khata or not, this is outside the scope of minimally accepted scope of isma. This is the Shia position. Right. And the figure 12 comes from the historical context of the prophets and from the hadith from both Sunni and Shia. This is the minimum, bare minimum acceptable position of imama within the Shia. Now, as far as their inability to commit sin is concerned, it is not inability. There's always ability to commit sin. There is always ability to go against Allah SWT, but their heightened sense of piety is such that they would not do that. Now, here within the Imami text, there is a bit of a confusion, not in the Imami text in terms of the hadith of the Prophet or the hadith of the Imam. No, Imami scholars, there's a bit of a confusion. They are saying this is Allah. This is the grace of Allah bestowed upon a person that gives them the strength to do good and gives them the shield preventing them from doing evil. Other people say this lut is a divine grace that comes from an individual. Some say we find this objectionable and we feel it is that individual's own merit and virtue and high fund sense of God awareness and taqwa that prevents them from ikhdam al-masiyah and taqata. So that is the school's agreed opinion. I'm just going to go and recap on what said Muhakkik uh, said. I need to present his argument properly. He's saying that the argument for a complete human being on the face of this earth is Allah is saying in the Jaiwan Khalifa. He's saying, I'm not concerned with who this Khalifa is. I'm not concerned with who this Imam is. I'm only saying that there is a rational rational necessity that the earth has to have someone, whether it's Isa, Musa, Muhammad, or anybody else. But there has to always be somebody here. Because Allah said, Allah will not punish them when you are here. Is that because he was Nabi or is that because he was a beautiful, godly soul? He's saying it is not because of Nabuwa. Or Risala, that was because of Muhammad's refined spirituality that kept everybody safe. Yes? Because the Prophet said, while you are there, he will not punish. Why? Is it because he was just made a prophet or because of his beautiful soul? He said it is because of his beautiful spirit, his spirituality. And that part, that part needs to be retained by earth. That is nothing to do with the Ahkam or Sharia. That is something beyond Ahkam and Sharia. So in that case, that particular argument is a wider and a broader argument and I think it's beyond the limit of what we are speaking but it touches what we are talking about as well.
Doctrine of Allah. Uh, one explanation yeah. of the laws because they use for questioning. According to my understanding, the laws is mainly on the Ummah, not on the Imam. This is the laws of Allah on the Ummah that there exists such a person. The spiritual person. There's such a spiritual person that Allah kept him ma'asum, so Ummah can be sure that this is the reference. So even the isma of Rasulullah is lost on the Ummah, not on the Rasulullah only. But here the, here, here the isma is, as you explained before, mm -hmm. It is from Kufr, Shirk, and Defar. Yeah. This is the essence. Under the Lord for the, for the Ummah. Uh, yes, okay. Um, Dr. Atawa. He's uh, waiting for a long time. Then, brother, the Sheesh, then Mawlana uh, Mughani. Yes, I put it on the. Last two minutes, if you would like. Uh, yes, last one minute. Last, last. <laughs> last. Okay. Yeah, okay. Very, the, the answer should be very precise and yes. Uh, concise. Yes, Doctor. The only thing I'd like to know is that when Imam is an appointment, an office, disclosure, how you know Imam is Imam? Yes. We know about the Prophet, it's been appointed. But how do we know this person is the Imam? There is an Isma attached to this person. Mm -hmm. According to the Shia theology, yes, the Imam preceding is the one who appoints the succeeding Imam. So now, in the case of Ashabul Kisa, we have Ashabul Kisa, Rasulullah, Dedi Fatima, Imam Ali, Al Hassan, Al Hussein, Salamullah, So the one after Al Hussein will definitely have to have Sanad from Al Hussein, Salamullah. That is the theological consideration whether the Imami set up, if not should be set up. So, in, in other words, that every Imam uh, he had to acquire his successor yeah. during his lifetime, yeah. and that was announced unto the you know the followers, and yeah. the, that was the son. That was the methodology. And, and, and hence, the, 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 the historical book will definitely have to have, according to the Shia Madhab, they will definitely have to have yeah. evidences that mm. such and such Imam appointed such and such a person, and they can weigh up did he or did he. Right. Brother Idris Sharif. Historically, complete. Historically, there was a group around the Imam called Babana, the elite around the Imam. And uh, when the time of the Imam for his death was approaching, he was letting the Babana get familiarity with the next Imam. And that Babana were in touch with the you know, grassroots of Shia community due to the problematic problem in the time of Mani Abbas and things like that. So sometimes they needed to make it a bit hidden to the Bani Abbas and Bani Umayyah in case to preserve the Imam first, but all of them were And then when the time comes more secure, the Batana was killing that, yes. And the Batana was very trustworthy, high caliber people, Fuqaha and Ulama of Shia around the Imam in touch with him. We are going in order because oh. they are the brothers who are waiting on my list oh. that gave their name for asking the question. So we, cannot, we cannot violate Put Mufti Sahib's name after me. Well. No. Yeah. No. Brother of the list. Okay, this question is. Having listened to uh, both presentations, I was just a little confused about, um, in, in one instance, um, I heard that uh, the imam the recognition of the appointee is based upon intellect. But then there was also an instance where um, it was said that the imam would be recognized even at birth. So there was this pre and post period. And so I was just wondering, which one is it? How is it that, I, I appreciate it would be the existing Imam who would recognize that, but is that the case that would, he would even know from birth that, that that person is going to be designated as a... You see, Dr. Fatimi presented a variety of views from Lutfullah Safi, who said pre and at the time, but the minimum acceptance is that there is no need to know from birth. But when the time approaches and the time right, that's when the Imam knows and he appoints the next one. Okay. And prior to his death, that's the minimum requirement. Because otherwise, there is a bit of a, a, a discussion that ensues from there and takes place. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and I think the Shia school of thought also accepts this, that the minimum requirement is 
prior to the death of an existing imam, they have to appoint a new one. But would, would the appointee know? even from an early age? No, we have, we have no requirement theologically. Okay, so it's just purely from the point at which... No, they, they, they might have inclination towards it or whatever else, but the pure sort of minimum requirement is no. Okay. Thank you. Hi, uh, I've got a question, but there are two parts of that question. If you answer the first part, as a Shia believer, have you got the choice to reject or accept the statement of any imam? Do I have the choice? No. Because there is explicit hadith where So when Hazrat Ali al-Islam has given the definition of uh, Isma, La Yamruna Bimasiyatillah, why don't all Shia accept that definition? Why do they give different definitions? Oh, that is a different question. You have to go on topology and see historically why theologians are going to do that. Their understanding of that statement is not minimalistic. It doesn't mean they haven't seen that statement of Imam Ali. They don't reject it. They say one thing, Mutahharun. Mutahharun means they do not commit sin. They do not, com they do not even commit Tarkul Awla. Because Imam Ali al said, Mutahharun. Mutahharun la ya'amurun bil ma'asiyah. Their understanding of purified is beautiful to that level of not doing anything manfur or Tarkul Awla or whatever else. That is their understanding of Mutahharun. So, so in a way, explanation of Mutahharun is that. So I'll just explain what he's trying to say. He said, Imam Ali Salaam what he was saying, according to the Shia theologians, the way they have understood it is, that when Imam Ali said, La ya'amuruna bil this wasn't him, he was just giving the very minimal definition, not the proper definition of Isma. But when he says Mutahharun, it means everything else on top that they are saying. So it also means, uh, for a student of religion, that the definition, Isma is very important concept in Shia. Yeah. So the definition of Imam Ali was not concise and complete. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, it was in a particular context in which he had said it. So yes, your objection is valid, that why do they not go towards minimalism? Yeah. That Imam Ali has given a minimalistic sort of no, understanding. Imam Ali was sure they are explaining what Imam Ali said. When he said mutahharun, what does it mean to be mutahhar? Means with wudu. Their understanding is much more with wudu. Their understanding is mutahhar manabdamense, wal ribse, wal khata'e, wal Their understanding of mutahharun. You can't blame them why you have such a mass <coughs> understanding of mutahharun. Mutahharun, they say, is take you to the maximum. And then, the discourse developed, it goes, okay, give it more. Mm -hmm. I'm very person. So, so, so at, at, at the end, what you can see is that the texts are saying this. What the theologians have said are theological arguments. And that's why we are saying they are open to be debated. You can't debate against the text of the Quran, right? We can't debate against the text of the Prophet. Similarly, we say, okay, we can't debate against the text of Imam Ali. But we can debate against the interpretation of it. So what you are saying is, why is the interpretation so maximalistic when the definition is so minimalistic? Yeah, and that is an open debate within the Shia school of thought as well. Okay. Mufti uh, sir. Okay. Joanna, Dr. Khurun. My question is for our respected first uh, presenter, that he asked about perfection of humanity. So. What is the scope and what is the nature? Because prophethood we know. Allah subhanahu wa Same question, you know, I think in the other ways, you know. And what is the benefit? Because we can't for 1100 years or today, as if one of the questioners said, you know, we have more questions today. So what is the benefit of that perfect, perfect human being? First of all, what is the nature of that perfection? And what is the evidence for that? And secondly, where are those 
we need them today if there are hypothetically if we accept where are those perfect human being to resort i think at the end of the day okay, this, is, this is my conclusion as well because he may not give me another chance so i like to conclude here oh mashallah be busy there <laughs> so the end, end of the day you are saying shia theologians are saying that now lutf are with the consensus of shias sunnis are saying the same consensus if there is a consensus and nowadays in legislative assemblies you know my legal uh, background says to me as well it's a, not even consensus it's a majority and both are same so if we only we are have this uh, baggage of history if we put it aside and okay these are our sunni uh, fiqh and usul fiqh and our baggage and this is shia because question is i already finished 1100 years ago So shall I answer on behalf of Allah? No, no, from Sheikh, from Sheikh. Sheikh Arif, you spoke more than the presenter today. No, no, more than the presenter, you know. He is the real presenter. Let me, let's, let's, you translate for him. I have got the either speak. Let's think, Imam has pointed me. You are the right Imam. I can't answer. I can't answer. What complete things here? Your objection is against the whole of the Sufi school of thought. The whole of the Sufi school of thought is saying that there has to be insanul kamil upon the earth. Now you're saying what's the need of insanul kamil upon the earth? Because you're coming from a very apparent uh, perspective that this is the fiqh is completed, this is the Quran is completed, this is the, this is completed. What they are saying is that no, beyond the fiqh, beyond the Quran, beyond the Hadith, there is a spirituality. There is a spiritual universe, mulkus samawati walard. Yes, in that scheme of mulkus samawati words, there is khidar as well. So Nabi Khidar taught Nabi Musa. Nabi Musa didn't see khidar. He doesn't know who khidar is, but Nabi Musa wanted to understand the matani. So Allah showed him. Nabi, who is perfect man today? Nabi, okay. Nabi, no, no, let no, me no. ask this. Wait, wait, wait. Question. wait. Easy one. Let, 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 who is one answer. today? Let, let me answer. Is Sheikh yourself? Let me, my let me, let me answer. Let me answer. Can I finish answering? Yes. Yeah. 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 And you, you can't interrupt me when I'm talking, yes? Because I'm the naive of the one. This is dialogue. I'm the naive of the one. We are not Mukhaladeen. We are not Mukhaladeen. You're rejecting me now. So who is who is today? Okay. So it's our shoes. So no, Musa, Musa, Musa did not see Khidr, did not understand Khidr. Everything is going on perfectly fine. If Musa never even understood Khidr, Musa's life would have been perfectly fine. But Allah showed Musa Khidr to say, look, there's another order as well. And they're bringing in balance, Qatala Ghulaman, yes? And then he made a hole inside the ship. And then he made the Jidar. He's doing all these things still. But Musa never <coughs> understood these things. But these were all happening. Can you see that? So there is another system as well, the Malakuti system, that is playing with the Mulki system. Now, you're only asking a question from the Mulki system, I agree. If you want to look at just one face, it's fine. But other people are looking at it from both faces of existence, the mulk and the malakut. So Agha was coming from the malakuti system, says in the malakuti system, and so the Sufiya as well. They are saying that they are insan al-kamil, they are aqtab, they are aimma, yes? Ashabu al-yameen, ashabu shimal qutub, aqtab, abdal, they are all there. Ya ayuhallazina amrud gulu fi silmi kaafa. So they're all in silm. They're all in silm. ڈاکٹرسٹینڈ Now we put an example of Nabi Khidr inside the Quran. So he's saying that is the system that is also there in play. And accordingly, the Shias would say that there is an Imam. Yes? The Sufis will say, like Ibn Arabi is saying that I saw the Imam, the Qaim in my own time, and I met him in his Fusus, is it Futuhat al-Makiyah? I will be pleased to see one actually. Yes? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So there are different levels of analysis of the same thing, but you are right. from the perspective that you are coming from, the mulki perspective, that this is Visada, this is fake. Yeah, there is no problem. There is no problem. And that should not be a point of 
this unity, I agree with you. Bezakallah. I um, agree with you. For pragmatic reasons, like Musa, yeah, it's all done. We can yes, carry on. The, the, the yes. question is you know, answered. The, the, uh, the, just uh, uh, Sheikh al Fawzi now your time. Uh, I, I don't have question. Yeah, I don't have question. Oh. So if uh, no, no, no. you must have the question. No, 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 my speech. He likes me to complete. Speech. No, 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 no. Uh, just to find some. No, no. There are, there are more questions because uh, the, we're doing injustice. Because I don't injustice. have I don't Because this session is only for clarification and the questions. Doctor Khalid, and uh, I you will have, have the time next time when the Sunni. You know, the concept yes, of the no, 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 no. mama is coming, inshallah. You became a primary school teacher today. Primary school teacher, you are. This is very important because this is academic discussion, this is very important because this is academic discussion, and we need the it, uh, never, there is no, never end and there is no result. For the last 1300 years, we never seen any result for that. So this is a good way.